This is the Kingsguard Capital Retirement Wars podcast with strategies to fortify and protect your retirement. Here is the Kingsguard Capital J team, Jessica and Joseph Servinka. On the Retirement Wars podcast today, the item that Costco can't seem to keep in stock. Every new shipment sells out in hours. Hello, Jessica and Joseph. Hey, Cheryl. Hello, Cheryl. Well, let's go first of all to that top story about that one item that Costco, the minute they listed on their website, it sold out. Gold bars. Now, these are tiny gold bars, but people are very, very interested in getting their hands on gold. What do you make of that? Yeah, you know, lately I've actually seen a a pretty good increase on some of my clients and and some others buying gold and thinking that this may be a good asset to be placing in their portfolio. Gold has a long history of being used as a store value and a hedge against inflation, currency fluctuations, also some geopolitical risk. You can buy them as physical gold, which is what everyone's doing at Costco. You know, you get the little gold bars, you got coins, even jewelry, but you can also get gold in related securities such as mutual funds, ETFs, derivatives, and mining stocks. There's pros and cons to investing gold. So like an advantage, I would say, to going towards the gold direction, it does tend to perform well when other assets are struggling. So gold has risen, I would say, about 25% in 2023 so far, and the S&P index has fallen about 10%. Gold tends to maintain its purchasing power over time, unlike fiat currencies that can lose value due to inflation and devaluation. But gold also has a low correlation with other assets, which means it can diversify your portfolio and your overall risk. Now, I would say, though, there are some drawbacks as well. Disadvantages of gold is that that it doesn't produce income and dividends, such as stocks and bonds. And for our clients, you know, when they're retiring, this is what they're basically needing to supplement their income through these types of vehicles. And gold won't necessarily do any of that. It's more like he says, something to hold, something that may appreciate. And there's really no intrinsic value to gold beyond what people are willing to pay for it. So you have to keep that in mind as well, unlike productive assets like that generate cash flow. So one of the things people ask me all the time, should I put all my money in gold right now? Well, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Obviously. You don't want to do one Ex- thing at all, right? Exactly, exactly. So I would recommend that you kind of put a limit, approximate, you know, maybe 10% of your assets. And when you're looking at alternatives to the market, when you're concerned about that, as far as dividends and capital gains to um raise money, think uh, an alternative approach. For many, many years, we have specialized in using annuities as an alternative approach to income planning and protection of assets. So in 2022 was a perfect example with bonds, you know, dropping the biggest bond bubble since the 80s. And we also had drops in equity. So that was scary for a lot of people that need to draw money from their portfolios to supplement their income. So as an alternative, as opposed to example, 60-40 portfolio, right? 60% equities, 40% bonds. Well, what do you do? You can't take that money and put it into gold if you're going to need it, right? To use it to live on. So what can you do to take some protection mechanism into your portfolio? Well, you might decide to invest in a personal pension fund that's going to give you guaranteed income that isn't affected by the market or by 
all the things that we're seeing right now or interest rates. Mm -hmm. You may decide to say, hey, instead of taking bond or gold, you might put some into an alternative growth product also can be used as an annuity. Right now, one of the most popular annuities that we've seen in 2022 and 2023 is called a multi-year guaranteed annuity that has a guaranteed rate for an extended period of time. This is one of those stable things that you can capture for a long time. So there are alternatives and gold is one of them, but don't go all in with everything that you have. Yeah, and, and you know, this is what we do for our clients all the time. Before you start jumping into getting gold and all, do your research. We compare the different options available for investing in gold and choose the one that better suits your goals, risk file and budget. That's the first thing that we always want to look at as far as what are your goals? What is your risk tolerance? What is your budget? Look at that first before we start making That's any right. decisions. Diversified. Okay, the good tips there. Now, let's move beyond gold and talk about cash. How much <laughs> cash should we consider keeping at home in case of an emergency? Because we've had several weather-related emergencies lately, and power was out. So your credit card, your debit card, they won't work. So if you do need to keep cash in the house for things like that or, or whatever... How much do you think is a good idea to have on hand? That is a great question. You know, especially with all that happened with the banking system and people's concern about banks and all of that, they're like, should we just go get all our cash? We don't want it locked up. So cash is a really good thing to have as an emergency supply at home in case there is a disruption in normal functioning in the banking system, for example, which we just saw a little bit of that. Also, natural disasters. We told everybody about our flood, right? We were flooded out Mm -hmm. of our home and... You know, having cash readily available is important. But on the flip side, you can also lose some of your cash. A lot of people are concerned about, well, I don't know if it's a good idea to have a lot of cash in your home for whatever reason, a fire, theft. In our case, it was a flood. And yes, we did have some cash, but we didn't have a lot of cash, just something in a safe, fireproof, potentially waterproof, not necessarily that case is what happened. But it is important to have some cash and it all is going to depend on what you need for three, four days, a week, maybe. For some people, it could be 200 and it could be a thousand. But for those of you that lean heavily on credit cards and ATM cards and you use credit cards to pay for everything, and we have a lot of clients, wouldn't you agree, Joe, that use their credit cards and then pay it off every month. So they oh, don't yeah. Use cash at all. So if they're kind of like used to doing that, they may need to have more cash at home. It always depends on the factors such as your daily cash needs, your location, and of course your risk tolerance. I would say anything between two to one thousand would be sufficient to have cash at hand. But you know, this is not a one size fits all kind of rule. You may need more or less depending on your situation. So like if, if you live in an area that is prone to big natural disasters, hurricanes, wildfires, snowstorms, or anything like that, you know, there's possibility of prolonged power outages, damages to infrastructure. You may even want to have a little bit more cash on hand to be able to deal with that kind of aftermath. And guys, cash at home is not a substitute for having a larger emergency fund that can cover three to six months. That's like your first step for everybody that's investing. Make sure you have an emergency fund three to six months available just in case. For those of you that are working, if you lose your job, you need to make sure you have enough there before you invest. But having cash at home and having an emergency fund, two different things. Your emergency fund should also have be safe and accessible like in a bank. 
bank, uh, you know, savings account, mm-hmm. money market fund, and also, you know, give you some interest, right? So it's not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about just a small amount of cash at home readily available, and then you have your emergency fund. Jessica and Joseph Cervenka, arming you with the information you need to fight for your retirement. Have questions for Jessica and Joseph? Reach out to the J-Team at 804-886-1196, 804-886-1196, and join the Kingsguard Capital J-Team each Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on News Radio WRVA. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only, and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or for any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Advisory services are offered by Kingsguard Capital, LLC, a registered advisor firm located in Virginia and Florida.